Sahnaf Kufzain, today's email comes from Michael Mann. Yesterday I showed and shared a video of a person who didn't have children for seven years, and Rabbi Kanievsky asked him, What do you make of Dalan? And he said, On grape juice. He says, No, you're supposed to make it on wine, like we learned yesterday in the Sugya. And sure enough, this person had a baby girl. Michael Mann says, I know this person. His name is Aaron Levy. And in fact, he did have a baby girl just the other day. And the second email comes from Jack Ehrenhaus. He says, I want to thank you very much for learning that with all of us around the globe while exhibiting your sense of humor, sincerity, and overall great personality. Thank you. And he goes on to say that he learned four years in Tells Cleveland, and then he learned by Rav Guzman, and Rav Guzman showed him the dorm and showed him where to eat. But there was one day missing, similar to the story that I said over about Yeshiva Bachram back in the day. So thank you, Jack, or Yaakov Yitzchak, Aaron House. The Gemara tells us that the sons of Rav Chizda said over a story. A Mamer came to their house and he wanted to make Abdullah, so they gave him beer. He refused to make Abdullah on beer and he went to sleep hungry. In the morning, they went, they found wine for him and he made Abdullah in the morning. The following year, the same thing occurred. He came, he wanted to make Abdullah, they gave him beer. And he said, You know, it seems like this is Hamar Medina. This is the wine of this city, this country, and therefore it's permitted to make Abdullah on it and he made Abdullah. So the says you can learn from here three Allahs. First of all, Amemar certainly said Abdullah in Shman Esri and Mayrib. Yet, he was makbid to make Abdullah again on a kais. Second halacha you see, that you're not allowed to eat before you make Abdullah, because you went to sleep hungry. Third of all, you see that you're able to do hashlama, you're allowed to make up Abdullah the following day. The Gemara says you're allowed to make up Abdullah all the way to Wednesday, in other words, until Tuesday night. The Gemara gives us a list of Amiraim who said different things about someone who makes Kiddush on a beer, when there's no wine around. Rav Chizda says, it's a Kavachaymer. If you cannot make Kiddush on very sophisticated beer, beer made from figs and berries, so certainly not from beer that's made out of dates. The Gemara tells us that Rebbe made Kiddush on beer that went through 13 different batches of dates. It smelled and tasted really, really good. He said, such a beautiful beer. You certainly could say, In fact, he made the Kiddush, and that night he had a terrible stomachache. And he said, according to Rashi, it means it looked really good, it looked enticing, but at the end, it caused him a lot of pain and aggravation. And according to the Rashbam, it's impossible to make a bracha on something that causes pain and aggravation. You cannot thank Hashem for something like that and make a shalach Rav Yosef said, I'm going to make a neder in public, one which you cannot break, that I'm not going to drink beer. In fact, Allah is, you could break such a neder, but you cannot break a nether that's al-das rabbit. Rava said that somebody who makes kiddush on beer is going to be a midah connected midah. Since he didn't spend a lot of money on the kiddush, he's going to lose his money. Ravuna saw Rav making kiddush on beer. And he told him, he says, because he started making money off of beer, he, started, he was a beer maker, so now it's chaviv to you, you love it, it's beloved to you, so that's why you're making kiddush on it. Rebbe Lazar of Shimon comes along and says, you could in fact make Kiddush on beer. He's the one that argues. And Rav and Shmuel both say, just like you cannot make Kiddush on beer, so too you cannot make Havdalah on beer. We learned, one of the halachs that we learned yesterday's b'raisa is that you must taste Kiddush. How much? Rebbe Lazar of Shimon says, a kolshu, just a drop. Rebbe Yosef Rebbe Yudha says, and Rebbe Gidl says the same thing, it has to be Meloy Lugmav, which is a Rav Revius. Says the Mishnah, as we learned in the Mishnah, that Erev Pesach, you don't eat at all, as we're going to say, there's certain food but you don't make a su'uda samach mincha, a half hour before mincha. Now there's two minchas, there's mincha gdoyla and mincha ktana. 
Mincha Gdail would call it 12.30, 12 and a half hours in. So Samach would be a half hour before at 12. Mincha Tana is at 3.30. So Samach would be a half hour before that at 3. Gemara says, we're talking about Mincha Tana. Why? Because the Brisa says that Agrifas HaMelech, even he didn't eat breakfast at 2.30 at his usual time. Most people eat breakfast at 9. He would eat, a king eats at 2.30 in the afternoon, which could draw him into going into Minchaktana. So that makes sense it was Minchaktana. But if the problem was Minchakdaila. So what's the big deal that Agrifas didn't eat his breakfast at 2.30? It's past Minchakdaila. Why would he be any different than everybody else? And the concern is that you're not going to make it current Pesach. So why would he be any different? Rabbi Yossi says, Erev Pesach, you could eat mini targima, which is fruit and meat. Rabbi Yitzchuk used to eat vegetables in order to increase his appetite. It says that a shamish, somebody serving people, would give intestines to his guests, so in order to increase their appetite. According to Rashi, the waiter himself would eat because it's not right for a waiter to serve food and he himself is not allowed to eat from that food. Rava would drink a lot of wine in order to cre- increase his appetite and he brought a raya because it says that you're allowed to add another cup of wine between the first two kaisas of the Seder. But not at the two last kaisas. But how could you do so if you're not going to be able to eat the matzah, the te'avah? The answer is, it actually does increase the taiva, the appetite, and therefore it's allowed. Have a wonderful day.